Blog Talk Radio. All right, we got all that out the way. We want to thank you for listening to us here at Blog Talk Radio at www.livedeliverance.com. You know, I've been talking to the Lord all day. I always talk to him. I want to be right. I don't want to be in sin. I desire to serve God. You know, every day I'm concerned about my life when I leave this earth. What we do, we'll be judged for what we do. God knows I'm trying to make all of my disobedience up according to 2 Corinthians 10.6. Now, I want to share some. I'm going to start this off because I want to talk about Christians believing a lying spirit. Born-again, sanctified Christians, speak tongue-talking, believing in lying spirits. And I pray that 2 Corinthians 10.6 will have an effect on your life. Amen. We want to thank you for listening to us here at Live Deliverance Internet Ready. We're going to be talking about Christians believing in a lying spirit and having in a readiness to revenge and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. I want to talk about a lying spirit, Christians believing in a lying spirit. Now, I'm going to deal with this in the perspective of politics. Christians, they get on, they take two sides. Don't nobody call me telling me anything because the Holy Spirit told me to teach this and I have scripture. I don't want to hear it. I'm calling this out. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not an independent. I'm a Christian. I'm a registered independent. I don't like to get into politics because that violates 1 Timothy 1.10. But for born-again Christians that believe in a lie, do you know that there are Christians that believe that Donald Trump won the election? They believe in a lie? There are Christians that's in denial that this man took the fifth 440 times. What about testing the spirit? If we test the spirit, we wouldn't be deceived. But it's a lying spirit in born-again Christians. Now, the Bible tells us in 1 John, it tells us in 1 John chapter 4, Verse 1, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. And the, now, hereby know ye the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. This is that spirit of Antichrist, wherefore ye have heard it should come, and even now already it is in the world. Donald Trump is a liar. All of them are liars. But I really want to focus on Donald J. Trump, because this man has separated Christians. Okay? This man wanted to hang Mike Pence. Hang him. They don't want to talk about that. Don't call, no, nobody called me telling me, if you don't like it, get off the radio station. I don't care. I'm going to obey God. God don't want you believing in a lie. Margaret Taylor Greene, she didn't even believe that it was a Holocaust. They had to send her to Israel. They had to send her to Israel to show the Holocaust. You got people that don't even believe that man sat on the moon. QAnon, that's a demonic spirit. QAnon, all these spirits that have followed Donald J. Trump. Now he's trying to run again, but he ain't going to make it. God put him in office, and God took him out. Why are we believing a lying spirit? In 1 Kings 
chapter 22, verse 2, it says, Now therefore, behold, the Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these thy prophets. Now therefore, behold, the Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these that prophets, and the Lord hath spoken evil concerning thee. A lying spirit will convince you to not know the truth. Jesus says, ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Christians don't like to be challenged about truth. They want to believe a lie. If you would test the Spirit in anything, the Lord will reveal to you. Now, you've got to have a, a, a fellowship with Christ. You've got to know the word to test the Spirit. Get on a fast that people don't want to hear the truth. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. And they try to avoid it. Now, you want to be serving God, but you want to believe a lie? How can you represent the Lord Jesus and believe a lie? This man pleaded the fifth 440 times. 440 times. Everything he said was a lie, a lie, a lie, and brought division. Now, the so-called evangelical Christians, they, they, they really push this. I don't hear nothing from Franklin Graham or the evangelicals. If you say evangelicals, that's dealing with casting out demons, Acts chapter 8. Why is it? that people can persuade people and do something and you believe a lie. What's making you want to believe? Well, what is in your heart to believe a lie? Why you can't test the spirits, not just in politics, but in anything? People want to believe a lie. There is no such thing as Santa Claus. That's a lie. It is a lie to believe in Santa Claus. It is a lie to teach your child, and then you find out why your child is lying. Well, you to put the lying spirit. You put. You have taught your child a lie. You have taught your child that some man from the North Pole is coming down the chimney. The chimneys are dirty. When he come down the chimney, he's supposed to be pitch dirty. He come around a lot of chimneys, he get cancer. But you teach this to your children. You teach your children about an Easter bunny rabbit, and then you pass that sin on to them, and then they grow up. And then they get the same tradition that when you're going to break the cycle, I don't do no holidays. I don't care who you are. The Holy Spirit told me for anybody who's born again and saved to test the spirits. Test the spirit. Do the Lord want, do the Lord want you to have Easter bunnies in your house? I'm quite sure that the Lord's going to tell you no because it's a pagan holiday. Test the spirits. Do you want to have your children saying trick or treat? You're set, oh, you're set uh Halloween down, but you're compromising other. You're compromising God's word. Then you're going to worry about what your wife's going to say. You better worry about what the Lord's going to say. And some of you buck up under that, and then you give in, yet you want the anointing of God. You have to be in truth in everything. This line spirit is really messing up America. And Christians, born again, spirit-filled, tongue-talking Christians, will give in to a lying spirit. Now, I want you to know if you give in to any lying spirit, you are part of your father. You're not part of Jesus of Nazareth. Oh, no. It's impossible. If you want to believe a lie, you don't want to deal with People don't want to deal with People call me, I don't want to talk about that. Well, why not? They don't want to talk about slavery. Slavery was real. There were slaves in this country for 400 years. They want to push that back. That's a lying spirit wants to push away from the truth. Let me show you some strong words Jesus says about lying. 
and for anybody who want to believe in a lying spirit. And if you're born again, and tongue talking and praising God and, you know, you praying and all that, you ask the Lord, Lord, is this what my family needs to be in? And you will believe a lie before you even believe the truth. Now, the Bible has some strong words about lies. In John 8, 44, Jesus said, Ye are of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father, ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abort not in truth. See, any time that you don't abort in truth, that's, you, are, you are the devil. Now, don't come out to me you, Jesus of Nazareth, because Jesus don't lie. And then when you try to tell people the truth, they don't want to hear it. I don't watch this. I don't look at this. Look at, test the spirit when you watch the news. They, they lie too, but I test everything. The Lord wants us to test the spirit in everything. Test the spirit and ask the Lord, do you want a Christmas tree in your house? Test the spirit and ask the Lord, do you want to be subject to Easter bunny rabbits? Test the spirit and ask the Lord, do you want to be subject to Thanksgiving? Test the spirit and ask the Lord, do you want to get involved with Valentine's Day? Now, here we go with this. You got to go give your wife or your uh, girl. I don't give my girlfriend no candy. I don't do that. I, I, don't, I ain't never gave no woman no candy and no flowers on one day. Give her some on another day. Why is it the world got to shape you to follow them? Jesus says, follow me. Truth. Jesus said, you will know the truth if truth came to you. What is truth? The Bible said, thy word is truth. And anything else is a lie. People want to believe a lie. So you are engaged with Satan if you like a lie. If you're going to tell your children that Santa Claus is real, that's a lie. He's not real. Oh, well, it's just, you know, traditional sake. Now, tradition will get you to hell. Jesus speaks of traditions of your father washing cups and pups. You have your father, the devil. Tradition. Christmas is tradition. Thanksgiving is tradition. Ain't no such thing as no Easter bunny rabbit. That's a lie. Any child you tell him about Easter, the first thing he'll say is chocolate candy. Praise the Lord and Israeli. Shalom from Jerusalem. God bless this Israeli. God says, bless those who bless Israel and curse those who curse Israel. Genesis 12.2. I'm a supporter of Israel. Shalom, my brother. Shalom to you. One of my brothers from Israel is in the room. God bless Israel. Amen. Jesus says, ye of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father, ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abide not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. So if you don't like truth, you you are part of your father, the devil. Now you're going to be a Christian. Amen, my brother. Shalom. Now you're going to be a Christian and believe in a lie. Now that's double-minded. A double-minded man will not receive anything of the Lord. Let not that man receive nothing. And you got a double heart, Psalms 12 too. Then you'll compromise the word of God for your children, for your family, you can't do that if you want to be a, a, a minister of Christ Jesus, even to a believer. God doesn't want you to believe in a lie. Yeshua is the Messiah. He's the Son of God. And Yeshua died at Golgotha. 
so that you won't get caught up in no lie. This is why the Lord tells you to test the spirit. When I say this, people are going to get mad at me. I can care less about people. I ain't trying to please man. I don't please no human being. Because if I'm going to please man, I will not be a servant of Christ Jesus. Ain't no buddy buddy here. No, when it comes to the word, I ain't about to do that. I'm not going to please man. For I do now persuade men of God, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I shall not be the servants of Christ. The Lord has blessed this radio broadcast with two brand new computers. If I sit up here and deny the Lord, God wouldn't put me on internet radio. We have two computers. We had a telethon and still doing. We didn't get not one dime. And that brother uh, sent two computers. So God wants me to be on air. And if any come up against this doctrine and say that it's the devil, you're a lie because I'm giving you scripture. We need to get out of this uh, tradition. Tradition make you really mess you up. Tradition really messes people up. And some of these traditions are nothing but lies. Ain't no such thing as no Easter bunny rabbit. That's a lie. That's a lying spirit that's passed down from generation to generation. Lamentations 5-7, our father has sinned and you bore their iniquity. Now Jesus says something very, very strong about this tradition in Mark 7-6, and he answered and said unto them, Where well have Isaiah prophesied of you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Howbeit in vain do they worship me, teachings for doctrines, the commandments of men. For laying aside the commandments of God, ye hold the traditions of men. Christmas is a tradition of man. That ain't got nothing to do with Jesus of Nazareth. Tradition. I don't do no holidays. Well, you know, uh, the kids need, no, the kids don't need no lie. I'm a deliverance minister. I'm not going to say, okay, I can't go along with that. The Lord corrected me. Listen. If you are in the word, you got to do what the word say. Don't go teaching your children about no lie. Okay? Donald J. Trump is not a born-again Christian. He's a liar. And he get on TV and say two Corinthians. He don't even know the Bible. All of them lie. Politicians are liars. All of them. But I got to hit Trump because this one is worse than every president I've seen. 440 times this man get on TV and plead the fifth. If y'all was in my situation, you'd do the same thing and get up here and started an insurrection where two people was murdered. They ought to charge him for murder. But people don't want to hear that. People want to hear a lie. Speak smooth things to me. People want to hear a lie. You can't move with God and believe in a lying spirit. Now, the traditions... We can't get, get caught up in that because it's a lie. Easter has nothing to do with the resurrection of Jesus of Nazareth. You go to church on a Sunday, that's a lie. Shabbat, 6.30 to 6.30. I'm a Sabbath keeper. I learned that when I went to Israel. I do not worship on no Sunday. That's a lie. It is a lie. Now, you're going to be trying to teach the truth and you're going to carry your wife who a babe in the Christ, or so the wife may care of the husband on a Sunday and justify it. How God going to bless that? But yet we get caught up in these sins such as adultery, fornication, everybody looking for me to fall. You better look at yourself from falling by putting a, a lie in your doctrine with your family. It's a lie. Easter is 
is a holy day. It's called the resurrection of Christ. It ain't got nothing to do with no Easter bunny rabbit. It's pathetic to see Christians over here buying a lie. Now, when you buy the lie, you done got bamboozled. Paul in the Galatians says, bewitched. You have believed the lie. In Galatians 3.1, it says, O foolish Galatians, who have bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? And the truth has set you free, John 8.32. See, truth sets you free. Anywhere in the Bible that God tells me to uh, deal with Santa Claus, that's a lie. I'm not going to sit up and say, well, okay, I'm not endorsing it. No. In John chapter 8, verse 32, it says, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. In the context of human knowledge, many things are true, yet there is only one truth that will set people free from sin. Jesus of Nazareth. That's the truth. Why are we believing these lying spirits? I ask people, why? The lying spirit can be understood as one of Satan's agents. An evil spirit sent by God to condemn Ahab of the false prophets in their sin. Their hearts was hardened against the truth. To such an extent that God finally gave them over to a lie as the due penalty for their sin. The same kind of judgment will take place in the last days of this age when God will send a strong delusion to all who receive not the love of the truth and have pleasures in unrighteousness. The deception will come from the working of Satan, that they all might damned who believe not the truth. You have to believe the truth. So is Christmas or is it the birth of Yeshua? The bunny rabbits are the resurrection of the Messiah. So you go, to, you go to church on a Sunday. That's not the Sabbath. That's a lie. Now, you want God to bless your family, and yet you're going to go put lies in your family. You're going to support it, and you're going to give in. You give in to the devil, he'll take one inch, and he'll get another inch, and he'll get another inch. Before you know it, he will destroy you. God does not like a liar. Okay? Why are you being bewitched? The Bible says, test the spirits whether they be of God, in 1 John 4, 1. The reason why the Lord wants us to test the spirits, because he does not want us to be caught up in a lie. But we, we do it all the time. You justify your lying by saying your family needs this lie. Your family don't need to be no, no lie. You don't want to deal with your spouse, but you want to go ahead and give in to it. Now you want the Lord to give you the anointing when you want to set yourself and set yourself up to lie to your children. There's no such thing as a Santa Claus. So why lie to them? Because of your traditions. See, this is what's going on in America. They had to, I believe that the Holocaust was real. You got a woman over here, Margaret Taylor Green. She said that the Holocaust wasn't real. The Jews suffered under Hitler. Yes, the German government forgave them. But for a person to say that the Holocaust was not real, that's absurd. I rebuke her. 
The Holocaust was real. Those people suffered. And salvation is for the Jew first, then the Gentile. That's not a lie. That's the truth. You know, people don't like the truth. People want to hear what they want to hear. And when they hear what they want to hear, they will justify and defend it and then ask for the Lord to give them a blessing. That's double-minded. That's schizophrenia. This is absurd that I see here in America. To tell your children that homosexuality is okay, that is a lie. That's a lie. The American history that's taught in the American school system is a lie. Okay? When the uh, Europeans came from Europe to America and they was on the Santerias, there was slaves on that ship, but they came down and sat down talking about Thanksgiving. They weren't thankful because after the Indians taught them how to survive, they killed all of them. That is the truth. No, you don't like that. You want to go with the norm. I don't go with the norm. I go with the truth. God's word is truth. Then you got the nerves to put a Christmas tree in your house and say you are serving Christ. You're not serving Christ. You put a heathen thing in your home. Then you get abnesia like you don't know the scripture. Man, look at here. The Lord dealt with me this morning. He said, get on here. Do you love me? I said, yes, Lord, didn't teach the truth. I'm going to do this. Go to Jeremiah chapter 10, the biggest lie on earth. In Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 1, it says, Hear ye the word which the Lord spoken to you, O house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen. Watch this now. And be not dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them. For the custom of the people, see customs, C-U-S-T-O-M-S, customs come by man, not by Christ. So look at customs and go and recapitulate real quickly concerning Mark chapter 7. For laying aside the commandment of God, ye hold the traditions of men. Mark 7, 8, Jesus says that. So if you're supporting some Christmas tree, that's the traditions of man. And allow your children and your parents and everybody to get in it and don't say nothing about it. You gotta, I defend the word. My family don't even care. Them. They don't even want to deal with me because I, I'm, 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 I, I hit right to the scriptures. They got to go. Now, we'll see. They don't invite me to nothing. Of course, I don't care because my true family, those who are in Christ Jesus, Matthew 12, 46 and 47. Jesus looked and they say, your mother desired to speak to you. He said, who's my mother and brother and sister? For those who do the will of my father. See, there's a separation to be a Christian. You got to stand with the word. I don't believe nothing Donald Trump say. He's a liar. Y'all got bamboozled with this man. And then you put your trust in a man? The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not into thy own understanding. He says, trust in the Lord. Now, let me show you something. I don't trust no man. Because the Bible says we ain't supposed to trust no man. I don't care who you are. <laughs> I don't care who you are. You be my daddy. I'm not sure. I'm going to trust the Lord. The Bible says in Psalms 118, verse 8, it is best to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. That's truth. Then he says in Psalms 118, verse 9, it's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. That is truth. I don't trust no human being. 
I don't care who you are. I don't care how close you are with me. I trust the word. Because people always want to bring a compromise to their life. Why is this? Why do you don't want to deal with the truth? Now, let's go back to Jeremiah. Customs of the people. See, that's tradition. For the customs of the people are vain. For one cutteth a tree out of the forest. That's a Christmas tree. The work of the hands of the workmen with the axe. They deck it with silver and with gold. They fasten it with nails and with hammers that it move not. That is a Christmas tree. We're not supposed to have that in our house, but you're going to go justify it and dress it up. And then you ask and you worry about, well, how come I'm not getting blessed by God? Well, you, you're compromising the word of God. I don't tell no, I don't support no holiday. I don't get into it. Okay? None of them. I really don't get into it because it's a trap with the enemy. Now, I want to show you something about lying and what God, God doesn't like this. In Acts chapter 5, I don't like no lying spirit. Tell the truth. In Acts chapter 5, verse 1, but a certain man named Ananias and Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession and kept back part of the price, his wife also being private to it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled thy heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep back the part of the price of the land? When you accept the lie, you are blaspheming the Holy Ghost. That's why I'm on this radio station. Oh, no, that ain't no. Yeah, it is, because the Bible does not say that. And Peter, Acts 5, 3, and Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled thy heart to lie? Well, who fills your heart to believe a lie? The devil. You have your father, the devil, John 8, 44. It's the devil. Satan has filled your heart. And you want to believe a lie. And then you want the anointing of God. This is why people ain't going to get the, you got to go all the way with this. It's a lie. It's a lie for Margaret Taylor Green to say there's no thing about the Holocaust. Man, I've been to Israel. I went to the uh, Holocaust Museum. That was sad. I got out of there. I, I was very depressed. I said, Lord, these people died, man. And they killed six million Jews. Salvation is for the Jew first. Now, let me say something about this. I don't support uh, the uh, uh, the uh, Palestinians. That's Israel's land. Okay? That's a lie for someone to say that that land belongs to the Palestinians. That's a lie. That land belongs to Israel. And God gave that land to Israel. He blessed Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That land, it belongs to Israel. Anything after that, it is a lie. I do not support the PLO, the Palestinians. Send them somewhere else. That is not their land. That belongs to the Jewish people. That's the truth. And what you're going to do, go compromise and say, well, the Jews doing them people wrong. No, that, that's not their land. That belongs to Israel. God promised that through his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's the truth. It is the truth that Pocahontas was used after she trained and taught the Europeans how to survive. They went and, and killed everybody else and sent her to Europe on an expedition, and she died with pneumonia. 
slavery for 400 years is not even taught correctly in the institutions. You've got Governor DeSantis shutting down all true books because he wants you to believe a lie. Margaret Taylor Greene is ridiculous. They had to send this woman to Israel just for her to believe that there was a Holocaust. Trump endorsed this spirit, and it fell on other people. Matt Gates, uh, DeSantis, this other guy from New York, still in dogs. Now he's in the Congress. People are believing a lie, and that's what's going to divide America with a lying spirit. God does not like lies. Jesus says you should know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. What is truth? God's word is truth, and anything else is a lie. Let's turn to uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 9. 2 Thessalonians. I got this sermon in five minutes. You don't have to write no sermons. I'll have the Holy Spirit to pull it up. I don't believe in writing out no sermons. For this cause, God. So if you like to believe a lie, this is where you fit in at. If you're born again, spirit-filled, and you don't want to accept that a Christmas tree is a heathen thing, this is what's going to happen to you. Here we go. For this cause, God shall send them strong delusions that they should believe a lie. And that's what's happened to born-again Christians in America. They still love Donald J. Trump. You, they don't even want you saying nothing bad about him. I rebuke him. I rebuke all of them, but this one. This one did more like 440 times he took the fifth. And you say that to born-again sanctified believers, they get mad at you. Then people call me, don't need you. Hey, look here, I'm going to cut you off. Then cut me off. Because if I'm teaching the truth, I don't need you if you don't want to accept the truth. God got me on this radio saying, I'm not going nowhere. The Lord sent us two computers. Now, if you're for the truth, I'm with you. But you ain't got to go that deep. The, the Lord told me to teach this, and I'm teaching you out the Bible. So you go tell the Lord that and, that and deal with him. But you know why you want to come to me? Because I'm not God. And you think that you can persuade me with your ideologies of your fleshly mind. Trump is not no born-again Christian. He's a liar. He tried to overthrow the government. You got Christian. I called a guy named James Jones. I said, hey, man, you need to watch the uh, insurrection. I don't watch the news. When they say that, they don't want to hear the truth. The Lord told me that. I test the spirit by watching the news. They don't want to do that. Then you want to switch conversation. Well, how are you doing? No, let's go back to that. See, you want to believe a lie. So this is what happened to you when you want to believe a lie. This is what happened to you. 2 Thessalonians 2.9. Even him who's coming is after the works of Satan with all powers and signs and lying wonders. Satan is a master of lying. And here you are, praying and fasting and still want to believe a lie. Something is wrong with you. You need deliverance from a lying spirit to train your children that Sunday is a day, a holy day, is a lie. Now you're going to get mad. Jesus is Lord of Sabbath, not Lord of Sunday. That's a lie. 
Oh, I give you the scriptures. I know that's coming. Don't worry. Not to worry, baby. Not to worry. I got it for you. I got it. Not to worry. Not to worry. In Mark chapter 2, verse 27, and he said unto them, The Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore, the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. He said nothing about Sunday. So you go to church with a lie. You allow the Roman Catholic Church to lie to you because the Roman Catholic Church changed this and made a covenant with the Druids. This is how you got all Halloween's. Halloween is a lie. Satan is the father of lies. He's the god of this world, 2 Corinthians 4.4. 4. Politicians are liars. You have to be an excellent liar to be a politician. I'm not going because we know Obama lie. We know Biden lie, but I want to hit Trump. You know I want to hit him? Because this is how this thing swelled up worse than anything. This is a lying man. I don't believe nothing he say. Nothing. He's a liar. He's not even saved. Look at the criminal probes on this man. Lying to the American government. Falsifying his records for income tax. Christians don't like to hear that because they like Trump. What is in there that they like about him? The Lord told me it's their heart, their heart. They want to believe a lie. I don't put my trust in nobody but you're sure the Messiah. I'm concerned about what he going to say to me because you ain't sitting up here teaching. I got to teach and I'm going to teach straight with scripture. So don't come to me telling me I made this up. You be a lie to the Holy Ghost. And when you believe a lie, that's blasphemy in the Holy Spirit. Let's keep going. Let's go back to Second Thessalonians. Chapter 2, verse 9, even him who's coming is after the work of Satan with all powers and signs and lying wonders. He's the father of lies. And with all deceitfulness and unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth. See, when you don't receive the love of the truth, you're in a whole lot of trouble. I like truth. Okay? If it's true, I'm going to believe it. Okay? If it's not true, the devil. It's that simple. Some of you don't even want to do it. Well, I need to research. You ain't got to research. Then go test the Spirit and hear the Holy Ghost where the Holy Spirit will confirm what I'm saying. See, the Holy Spirit's going to bag me up because it's true. Donald Trump is not saved. He's never been saved. And Christians on the bandwagon with him talking about he can straighten something out. He ain't straightened nothing out. The inflation, the debt went up so high in his administration, he spent more money than any Republican in history. He lied to you. He said, I alone can fix it. Well, what did he fix? Nothing. He tried to get in office, fake electorals. I need 11,765 votes on national TV. Lied to the American people. And y'all buy it. You are, you are the child of the devil if you like, truth, if you like a lie. I don't care who you are. If you're going to believe a lie, you're not a Christian. You're a Christian by heart, but that spirit in you of lying is connected with your soul. You have a soul tie of lying. Truth. If you give me the truth that an apple is an apple, I'm going to believe it. You can't tell me an apple is an orange. And y'all believe this lie. James Jones. I call him, say, man, why don't you watch the... Uh, well, I'm asleep right now. I got to go. They don't want... Y'all don't want... They don't want and I notice that people who... 
want to, who don't like the truth, they like to avoid stuff like this. They don't like confrontation, to be honest. They ain't because in their heart they're holding on to something that's not even reverence with God. This is sickening. Let's keep going. And with all deceitfulness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. For this cause, God shall send them strong delusions that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but have pleasure in unrighteousness. We have a lot of Christians like this. You tell them about the truth, they don't want to hear it. They want to tap down, get around, change the conversation. Then they'll call me and threaten me. You don't come call me tell me what you don't like. I don't care if you like this or not. Get off, go somewhere else, because I'm going to teach the truth. And then you believe that lie. And then you wonder, well, how are you not getting blessed? Because you believe in a lie. And it's heavy over here in America. Politicians say bad things about each other, degrading people. That's, that's wrong. Let's go to 1 Timothy 1.10. Deep saying negative things to get in the office. I couldn't be no politician. I can't be saying something negative to people. But they're good at it. They don't care. And Margaret Taylor Green is a joke. She just agit- she's an agitator. She don't do nothing for her district. They need to get I don't know how they put her in office. Matt Gates. He believed in a lie. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Now she's talking about how good Trump went over to uh, Afghanistan, but she never said his name. She lied. Joe Biden lied. Barack Obama really lied because he said that he was a Christian. Well, if you was a Christian, can someone tell him about Romans chapter 1? Let me, let me share what's in Romans chapter 1. He said he's a Christian. Man, please, y'all buy these lies from these politicians, all of them. Let's go to Romans and we're going to see what the word says about this stuff. Let's see this. Uh, Romans chapter 1, verse 24. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who trains the truth of God. And this is what you do when you believe a lie. You are changing the truth of God for your fleshly mind and your ideology because somebody got a policy. You old fool, you. You're a fool. Watch this. Who changed the truth of God into a liar. You lie and worship and serve the creature. So when you lie, believe a lie, you're serving Satan. You ain't serving Jesus. I'm serving Jesus of Nazareth because I'm telling the truth. I'm giving you scriptures about it, and you'll get mad at me. Well, i tell you something. Don't get mad too much at me. Trust out thy anointing. Do no prophets, no harm. Psalms 1, 3, 11, 12. Christ will deal with you. You deal with me. I will say that. I ain't, got to, I ain't got to say nothing. He will deal with you because I'm his servant. I'm not a perfect man, but I will not back down off this word. I'm not going to do it. For this cause, God gave himself into veil affections, for even their women did change the nature, used to get which is against nature. And likewise, also the men, leaving their natural use of the woman, burnt in their own lust toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving themselves the recompense of their error, which must be met. And even as they did not like to retain God and their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not covenant. Tell that to Barack Obama. He said he's a Christian, and he believed in same-sex marriage. 
tell that to uh, Joe Biden. He believes in same-sex marriage. I don't believe in same-sex marriage. Love is love. No, it's not. God didn't say Adam and Adam. He said Adam and Eve. That's a lie. And it's in legal in the United States. Let's go to Revelation chapter 12, verse 9. Boy, I tell you, people are something else, man. I, I, I'm so amazed. <laughs> Ooh, Jesus. I am just so uh, shocked to see Christians believe anything. And they are born again Christians. I, mean, I love the Lord. You don't like the truth? I find out you like the truth. I'll ask you some questions, see where you come from. But you like you, you like the lie. For the decisions of the articles of Satan of lawlessness, Satan is a liar. He has never had any truth in him. Everything he's done from the beginning when he had pride in his heart became a lie, and he became the father of all lies. I would be like the most high God. The Lord said, not here. And God kicked him out. Luke ten eighteen. Jesus has seen Satan fall out of heaven like lightning. God does not like lies. Liars go to hell. It's sickening. It's, it's so sad. Really, really, really sad. After Satan and the man of sin have done their works to deceive and evil, there will be an overthrown by Christians that is coming on earth at the end of tribulation. God is going to weed this out. There's going to be a time when they're going to really shut down the Bible. They're doing it by changing the NIV. That's a lie. The NIV is a lie. The New Moffat translation, that's a lie. The Amplified Version, that's a lie. They didn't change out so much content out of the Bible with these so-called Bibles that make you understand. How are you understanding it? You've got to get about a revelation of Christ. That's a lie to go teach somebody out the Amplified Version. It don't even say anything, the raw meat of the King James. See, the Old Testament was in Hebrew. The New was in Greek. King James is the most accurate that you can get for Christians over here. I'm trying to learn Hebrew because I can get a better meaning of the Bible in Hebrew. Jesus was Jewish. Jesus was no Gentile. I got people calling me telling me that Jesus was a Gentile. His name was Yeshua the Messiah. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost. He was from Nazareth. Jesus. Yeshua. That's truth. Do you know Christians are calling me? One Christian told me, now, you need to just bag up off this sermon before you teach this. Uh, I'm not going to tie you no more. Then don't. Because God got me. If I teach the truth, who's going to go against me? This brother from Philadelphia said, hey, hey, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, don't, don't teach that. Go ahead, man. I, uh, from Philadelphia, what's his name? Johnny Franklin. Go ahead on. Because I'm going to teach the truth. Well, I think I was going to give you $3,000, but... Uh, Man, go ahead on. I'm not bagging down off the word. Ain't no money going to stop me. Nothing's going to stop me from teaching this word. Nothing. I'm going to be here. Folks try to speak aloud on me. Well, you're 61 years old. Um, you ain't got that long. Do you think I'm going to put that in my spirit? You don't know when I'm going to die. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. I, am, I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. If I believe that lie, that's a lie. How you know how I'm when I'm going to die? You ain't God. You don't know the day and hour of my death. That's a lie, and you want me to believe your lie. I may be here, and you may be gone. I'm not going nowhere. I got a lot of work to do. 
How many people teaching a subject like this? Nowhere. Creflo Dollar, he lies to his whole church. I've told you wrong. And they're still setting up under that lie. Joe Osteen teaches a lie every Sunday. T.D. Jakes, he's no preacher. That, I'm telling the truth. He's not. A, he's an inspirational teacher. That's a lie. Kenneth Copeland, that's a lie. He go and want the Pope to bless his ministry. The Pope sits on the seven hills. That's the church of the harlot in Revelation 17. That's a lie. The Roman Catholic Church. No, the church is the body of Christ. I was ex-Catholic. That's a lie to tell somebody to pray to the Virgin Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother God, pray for our sins now that our death. Amen. That's a lie. I said that lie for 18 years. You got pastors calling himself Dr. Reverend, Dr. C.T. Montgomery. That's a lie. Ain't no doctors in the Bible. Nothing but a lie. You go to theological studies in school, they ain't teaching you nothing about demons. They're teaching you a lie. They, they shut that down. Well, you kind of hitting kind of hard, Pastor. Look, these are last days. God trying to clean people up. God is looking for people who are going to stand on his word. I'm standing on the word of God. I'm not worrying about you, what you're going to do. I'm standing. The Lord told me to teach this. I'm going to teach it. And every time I do what he tells me to do, I get blessed. And when I don't do what he tells me to do, I get messed up. To whom much is given, much is required. I'm protecting myself. I don't make this up. I was talking to Brother John, and the Lord was talking to me right while I was talking. The Lord told me to tell Brother John and say hello. He said, get on here and talk about this lying spirit. I prophesied, and I got a lot of backlash. I prophesied. The Lord told me to get on live deliverance in that radio and prophesy that Joe Biden will win the election. People was hoping I was wrong. I was right because the Holy Spirit told me. I cannot teach no lie to a person. I'm going to come from Scripture after Scripture because anything after that is a lie. The seven-day Adventists, that's a lie. They got the Sabbath right, but they don't speak in tongues. That's a lie. The Bible says forbid no one to speak in tongues, 1 Corinthians 14, 39. The Baptist church, they don't even speak in tongues. Tongues have ceased. That is a lie. But y'all like to believe lies. And then you wonder, how come you don't have no anointing? See, I'm going to obey the law. I'm a very controversial teacher. I... Lay the groundwork. The Lord does the does the, the working. The groundwork is to break up your foul ground, Hosea ten, eleven, and twelve. You got to break that up and allow truth to sink in you. And stop compromising God's word for what you believe in and what you don't believe in. God doesn't like that. He's angry at that. And it's messed up out here. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, it says, This know also that in the last days prevalent times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own self, covetousness, boastful, proud, blasphemous, disobedience to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affections, 
truth breakers, false accusers, incontestants, fears, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heavy, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power. See, when you believe in a lie, you are denying the power. Therefore, from such turn away. For of this sort are they creep into houses and lead silly women laden with sins and led away with divers' lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth because you don't want to know the truth. You want to believe a lie. And you have, I've seen people set up justify a lie right in front of me. I said, Lord, look at this. And then the Lord said, that ain't him. That's a spirit in her. It's spirits. You got a demon of lying in you to believe a lie. Donald Trump ain't no Christian. He's the worst American president ever existed. Ain't no president had a, oh, a, a, a coup. He tried to do a coup. All his cronies in jail right now. Trump organization, lying to the government, falsifying uh, his income. How are you going to fix something when you're a lie? And you believe, y'all got bamboozled. He, he really got y'all. Obama got me. I thought he was a Christian. He ain't no Christian. Pented from voting for him. I said, Lord, I'm sorry. He the first black president. Hey, man, I ain't out of that. Don't even come with me in that mess no more. That's fleshly mind. Truth. He was the first African-American president and the only one who legalized homosexuality. That's not a lie. That's the truth. He legalized homosexuality. How can he say that he believes that two men can love each other when the Bible said in Romans 1, 26 through 28 that that's forbidden? You going to believe him? I don't believe nothing Donald Trump say. Nothing. I don't believe none of them. This one, the Lord said, he ain't going to get away. You got to pay. You got to sow what you weep. Anytime you believe a lie, you got to weep it back. What's what man sow it, that she also weep. Now, as James and Jabez withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. See, you don't want the truth. You're resisting the truth. God's word is true. God is calling this out. God don't want you believing in no lie. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith, but they shall perceive no further, for they folly shall be manifest unto all men, as theirs also was. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, patience, persecution, affliction, which come unto me, Antioch and Lysia and Lysia, who persecution I endured but out of them all the lord delivered me you need the lord to deliver you brothers and sisters from this lying spirit y'all need some serious deliverance let's go to revelation chapter 12 verse 9 y'all like to believe a lie i don't like no lie and y'all sit up there and buy these politicians oh wait a minute before i do that thank you holy spirit i got to tap on this here yeah, you know, when you start downing people, politicians ain't nothing but crooks. Now, I can't tell someone about another country. I'm dealing with America. I live in Jamaica. I'm going back to Jamaica March 1st. But I can't talk about Jamaica. This is I can't talk about no country but the United States of America because I'm an American citizen and I'm a veteran. I got a right. This is 
where I was born at. I can speak against injustice in America. I can't say anything about another country. That's not my country. But here, oh, I got free ground to speak against unrighteousness. My apostolic anointing is in America. Okay? This country has lied to people. They have lied about the history of America. They shed it off. They don't want you to know anything about the truth. And people are fashioned to hear itching ears and hear what they want to hear. A time will come that they have itching ears. It's the time now when you believe in a lie. So you go and you go support these politicians and, and they go cut each other up. Let me show you something in 1 Timothy 1.10. For whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men, for men stealers, for liars, L. I-A-R-S, that's Donald J. Trump, all of them. But Trump, I'm on him because that's the, the, the lines of all lines. You know people going to get mad at me because they love Trump. I don't like no evil. Hate that which is evil, Psalms 9710. Well, then they're going to call me, well, how come you didn't say about Obama? No, I'm going to use Trump because the Lord told me to use Trump. And then you're going to get mad at me. Your fleshly mind because you got a love for evil. Your fleshly mind, because it don't go against your ideology of your fleshly mind with your philosophy or your understanding of his agenda or policies. I can give a rat about that. The Bible says liars. For perjured person, that's talking bad about a person. What Donald Trump do? He get on TV and call African-Americans and black nations shitholes. And y'all accept that lie. You don't do that. He's a divider. He don't he doesn't he loves division. He loves chaos. Who's the author of all confusion? Satan. Who's the father of lies? Satan. So if you like a lie, or with your father, the devil. Satan. He's the father of all lies. I didn't give you scripture after scripture, and some of you still got a hard, stiff-necked spirit. Now, if you don't receive this, the Holy Spirit just told me to give you something. Second Chronicles 30, verse 8. If you, don't, if you ain't going to receive this, here's why you're not going to receive it. See, you're going you're gonna to mess around with the Lord tonight, and you're going to get some trouble if you're going to try to swallow this and get rid of it and not deal with it. Second Chronicles 30, verse 8. Now be ye not stiff-necked as your fathers was, but yield yourself unto the Lord and enter into his sanctuary, which he had sanctified forever, and serve the Lord your God, that the fierceness of his wrath may turn away from you. Keep believing that lie if you want to, and hating people when they speak the truth. God don't like nobody that comes against someone who teaches the truth. I'm teaching straight scripture, and you can't say that I'm being partisan. This is the scripture. It, he lies. Obama lies. Biden lies. All of them lie. But Trump, the worst president ever. No other president tried to have an insurrection. I need 11,000 votes on TV. And Christians won't say nothing about that. They want to dance around it. Well, let's talk about something. No, we're going to talk about that because that's a lie. I don't like lies. I don't like nobody coming to me with no lie. 
And then you want to wiggle or wiggle. That wiggle spears. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. You want to wiggle out of it. No, you ain't going to wiggle out of this. God don't like you liking lies. Stand up for the truth of God's word. Let God be true and every man a lie. Let's go to Acts 7.51 if you're not going to receive this. This is what's going to happen to you. See, when I get off this phone, you're going to get convicted. I ain't going to convict you the Holy Ghost. I don't care whether you receive it or not. I don't care. You have a free will. Revelation 22.11, he that wishes to be righteous, let him be righteous. And he that wishes to be filthy, let him be filthy. I am a pioneer. The Lord told me you are a pioneer. I'm teaching subjects that no church don't teach, and I love being a pioneer. I don't want to be the norm, the average person, the Joe Blow, everybody in the Christmas. I ain't in no Christmas. Everybody in the Easter Bunny Rabbits, I ain't in it. Everybody in the Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is satanic. I don't need the world to give me one day to worship the Messiah. Greater than he that is in me than he that is in the world, First John 4, 4. I don't need the world to tell me, okay, this is the 25th. It's time to give Jesus respect as a baby. My God. And you're going to believe that lie. And you follow the traditions of men like a fool. Second Corinthians 6.17 says, Come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And touch not that unclean thing. Anything that does not have truth is unclean. Put him in office. God took him out. Psalm 75. And God want to bring them back in office is going to be for a reason. All of this is designed for the second coming of Christ. That's all it is. Christ is coming. I don't know when. Only God knows when the sun's going to come back. He's going to come back from the east and open up the east gate in Jerusalem or Jerusalem. You go and you go on church to believe a, a lie every Sunday. You believe a lie. You got churches that deal with Halloween and dress up as apostles and saints and copying Easter. That's a lie. I'm not Apostle Paul. If I say I'm Paul and try to convince you I'm Apostle Paul and you believe it, I just lied to you. I'm Brother Emmett. I'm a sinner saved by grace. I'm not perfect. I got many faults. But I tell you one fault that I don't have, I ain't compromising this word for none of you. I don't care if you don't like me or not. I don't care. I love you, but I don't care. I got nothing to lose. I'm shooting straight from the hip. And if I'm shooting from the hip with truth and you don't like it, that's on you. Let's go to Acts 751. Acts chapter 7, verse 51. Ye stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart, you ears and ears you do always resist the Holy Ghost as your fathers did, so so do you. So when you believe a lie, you're resisting the Holy Spirit, just like what happened in Ananias in Acts chapter 5. You better check yourself. You're going to hear this sermon. You're going to dance. But go home and dance. Don't come calling me. Because if you don't like it, tough. I'm obeying my father, Yeshua. You got a free will to change or not. I don't care. You want to go rob a bank? Do it. He that wishes to be righteous, let him be righteous. He that wishes to be filthy, let him be filthy still. God gives us a free will. God gives us a free will. Why are we believing these lies? Because that's what you want to hear in your heart. Because your heart ain't right. Your heart is not right to you to believe something is not true. You got an evil heart. 
The heart is wicked above all all imagination. You need to ask God to cleanse your heart. Psalms 51.10, created me a new clean heart. Your heart is wicked to believe a lie. And then you pass it on to your children, this lie. Santa Claus, stop telling your children that Santa Claus is real. He's not real. A lie. Stop telling folks that Donald Trump won the election. That's a lie. He lost. And Christians believe that he won. He, the last thing, y'all can't even test the spirit, and you take a size of your fleshly mind, Colossians 2.19. You've been bewitched by the devil. I like truth. Show me in, 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 in truth. If you told me the truth, I like it. Another lie that's real good that's been promoted, let me show you this lie. Or this one here really knocked me. I'm going to show you something. Do you know that there are people saying that there's no other worlds, that this is the only planet? That's a lie. So you don't know the Bible. That's a lie for the be that we're the only person here. The Bible says there are other worlds. So I'm going to stick with the word and let the word cut you. Hebrews 1.1 God, who in sundry times and in diverse manners spoke in times past unto the fathers by the prophet, had in these last days spoken unto us by his son, Yeshua, whom he had appointed heirs of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, W-O-R-L-D-S. There are other worlds. You know, people don't believe that. They believe a lie. That's in the Bible. Now, how are you going to fight God? You're going to fight God tonight. You're coming up against speaker. You're coming up nothing against word, 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 word. I gave you John 8, 44. I gave you Galatians 1, 6. I gave you Acts 5, 3. I gave you 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 9 through 11. And I'm going to give you Revelations 12, 9, and I'm going to give you Revelations chapter 12, verse 15. And do you know some of you people will still balk against the Holy Ghost? the Holy Ghost, but you ain't going to be able to get rid of it when you come to judgment, so you got to answer to God. You're going to be answered for every word you spoke, and you're going to be judged by every lie if you don't repent. You have to repent from this. We're going to close with Revelation chapter 12, verse 9, and then Revelation chapter 22, 15, and we're going to open up the conversation at 646-378-1857. 646-378-1857. God is truth and every man a lie. I don't like lying spirits. Ain't nothing but spirits around here got people lying. Y'all believing in this and believing that and I believe in that. I believe in the word. Anything else is a lie. The word is truth. Anything else is a lie. Revelations 12.9. And the great dragon was cast out, the old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world. See, this is how people get deceived, because you like a lying spirit. Now, we did open up with this lying spirit in 1 Kings chapter 22-22. I want to remind you, recapitulate, because I don't want you to get an amnesia and say he didn't do that. Now, 1 Kings 22-23, now, therefore, behold, the Lord had put a lying spirit in the mouth of of these thy prophets, and the Lord has spoken evil concerning thee. There is a lying spirit. Revelations twenty, uh, Revelations twelve nine. 
And the great dragon was cast out, the old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceived the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels was cast out with him. Well, why was he cast out? Because he, he lied. Let me show you how he lied. Go to Isaiah 14. This is how he lied. And if you like a lie, you like your father. Donald Trump did not win nothing. He lost. And you get mad at the truth. You want to take a truth and turn it into the lie, make good evil and evil good? That's in the Bible. You can't even do that. Let's look at the lie that Satan did. You have your father if you like a lie. Let's go to Isaiah 14, verse 12. How have thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How have thou cut down to the ground which did weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend into heaven. That's a lie. He got kicked out. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. He ain't got no throne. He got a kingdom. There's two kingdoms, Matthew 12, 26 and 12, 28. But God said, oh, no, you ain't coming up in here with this. See, he was a liar from the beginning. This is the beginning of his first lie. And you are his father if you like lies. That's your father. Don't come telling me you're a Christian if you like a lie. I will set upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. That's a lie. He ain't up there. He's walking. He's not in heaven. He's walking in and out from the earth. That's the truth. Oh, well, uh, that ain't no truth. Oh, yeah, it is. Let's go to Job. You a lie if you believe he ain't. In Job 1, 7, it says, And the Lord said unto Satan, Where comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and forth in the earth and from walking up and down in it. He ain't in heaven. God cast him out. Because why? He a lie. He'll cast you out of heaven if you start lying. You ain't going to heaven believe no lie. Jesus says in Luke ten nineteen, ten eighteen, and he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. He saw him fall from heaven when he started this lie. Let's go to go back to Isaiah 14, verse 13. For thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend into the heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. I will be like the most high. That's a lie. He's a creature. Are you going to continue to believe a lie tonight? I pray that this convicts you. Are you going to keep believing that Donald Trump is a good man? I had a guy named James Jones. He told me that Stonewall Jackson was a good man. How is a slave owner is a good man? Shannon Davis, Omega Man Radio, he told me that Jesus was ivory. Jesus wasn't ivory. That's a lie. And these people call themselves Christians on these radio stations preaching a lie about my Savior. My Savior wasn't no uh, ivory color man. Wait, where could he was he? I knew you were going to say that in your mind. I'll show you. I will show you. 
His eyes outshined the sun, and his feet was like that of brass. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's what the Bible said. Jesus was not no ivory-colored person. That's a lie. Are you going to continue to believe this lie? Shall I call my child? That's true. You know, a, a person told me that they, that's in Hosea 11, 1 and 2. He lived in Africa and then he went back because King Herod was killing the firstborn of every child. That's true. Why people don't want to believe that? Racism. Boy, I tell you. Y'all believe anything because you don't know the Bible. Go to Revelations twenty two fifteen. His eyes outside the sun and his feet was like that of brass. Eyes outside the sun and feet was like that of brass, Jesus. Revelations one fifteen. Revelations one fifteen, and his feet like unto fine brass, as if they burned in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. That ain't no ivory, but Shannon Davis says it's ivory. That's a lie. You want to believe a lie? That's Michelangelo's first, because Jesus was so disfigured when they beat him, the Bible said you couldn't even tell him, look at his face, he was so disfigured. And they got this Jesus up here in America with long hair. That's Michelangelo's first cousin, he was a homosexual. You want to believe a lie? Keep believing a lie, because you're going to go to hell believing it. Why you don't like the truth? And you say you got the Holy Ghost in you. You won't even let the Holy Spirit convict you because your fleshly mind is made up with these philosophies. House nigga, field nigga. Oh, that's a lie. Dixiecrats, Republicans, slave whoppers. Man, y'all are messed up in this country. I don't like it here in America. It's wicked. Every time I come here, I feel a heaviness. This is a wicked nation. That's truth. It's wicked. Anytime a nation allows homosexuality, God does not like it. Look at Judges. Read the book of Judges, Genesis 19 and Judges 19. Two forms of homosexuality, even in the book of Judges, chapter 19. Study it. And go to Genesis 19. God destroyed Solomon a lot with Solomon and Gomorrah with that mess. But y'all want to believe a lie and have your children dressed up like women. It's okay. That's a lie. It is not okay for your child to be a woman when it's made to be a man. Let's close with Revelation 22:15. Don't come up here telling me about Jesus. I know the word. Don't come up here telling me about no lies. Don't tell me what I said was a lie tonight because you will be lying against the Holy Ghost. I'll call you out. I don't care who you are. Now, if you can't digest this, that means you got a lying spirit in you. Revelation 22:15.
We're going to close with this. For without are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters, and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. Father, I come in the name of Yeshua the Messiah, spirit of lying. I bind it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Your word says, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bind in heaven. And whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. I come in the name of Yeshua the Messiah, and I block every lying spirit and born-again Christians. Let them understand the truth. Thy word is true, and every man a lie. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Let's close again. Revelation 22, 15. For without are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters, and whosoever loveth and make it a lie. That's Donald J. Trump. But do you want to be like him? I want to be like Jesus. I don't want to be like Obama, none of them. I want to be like Jesus. Do you like a lie? If you like a lie, I check your Christianity. If you'd like to give to this ministry, please go to www.livedeliverance.com. You can sow a seed to keep us on air. I thank the Lord for our brand new two computers. You can also... Listen to us on uh, YouTube at www.livelivers.com. This computer, we got two new computers. We will have them set back up Monday because this one went out. And I thank Brother Chris Paul for donated two new computers. We've got one laptop and a small one. I'm grateful that we have it. It works. God bless you. Again, go to www.livedeliverance.com to sow a seed at the lower left-hand side of our icon. And you can go to www.livedivers.com and look at also on GoFundMe. God bless you. Shalom to you. Jesus is Lord. God bless Israel. Pray for the peace of it. Pray for the peace of Israel. Pray that this country all stop believing in lies and believe the truth. Even in politics, you have to get the truth out of a lie. Test the spirits to see what is true and what is not true. God bless and shalom. We're about to get ready to close and go back into our blog talk room with Chaplain John Durden and other distinguished guests. I want to thank you for listening to us here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio. We're going back with Pastor Wayne C. Thompson. Chaplain John Durden, you got the mic. <clears throat> Good evening. As, as usual, I love the teaching of the Holy Spirit, and I thank you for being obedient to his word. And for those who are trying to figure out where he get all this information from and everything else, he got it strictly from above, the Holy Spirit. Um, one reason I enjoyed the session tonight is because uh, it was focused on the line and line and line, and that's really what's going on nowadays. And another thing that's really hurt is supposed to be, some supposed to be ministers, not all. And some of the modern-day teaching that we have, I had ministers to tell me that it's not wrong for a man to be married to another man or a woman to another man. Uh, kind of a line, kind of a thing, because they said that that was the first century. Uh, that was the first century, but it's not applicable to us in this modern day century. And that's pitiful. Had, I had several ministers to tell me there's nothing wrong for a man to marry another man or a woman to marry another woman, because that well, John, was that was a law for the first century. Yes, brother T. Reverend T. C. Yes. Powerpuck say, hey, 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 hey. But John, tell him what that means when they do that. When you go, hey, 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 that's a demon spirit in you, sir, that doesn't like the truth. Every time I hear that, hey, 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 
that's demonic influence. That's what it is. It's not you. It's the demon in you. It's the demon in you that's influenced you to say that. I'm talking the word of God, and for you to jump and tell me, hey, 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 that's showing disrespect for the word of God. I'm sorry to have to tell you that, but uh, that's the truth, sir, and you need to get your act together. And so what I'm saying is that the, the teaching tonight was true, true, and we need to get away from a lot of those phony holidays as well. Ain't no such thing as Santa Claus. I never taught my kids to lie. You know, I ain't have them read the group telling me, Daddy, you lied to us when we were young. But no, they didn't have to say that to me. I tell the truth. And all of them, they love the Lord, and they're in the Lord. And I just thank God uh, for the word. Thank you, Brother Emmett, for um, being honest and, and really sticking to the word of God. And let the truth be told in Jesus' name. Dr. C.T. Powerparker says, what side are you on? Are you a theologian or what? Are you a pillar or not a pillar? I'm on the side of God, period. You're not a pillar? Answer the question. Pillar or no I pillar? Said I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on the side of God, the word of God. You're not a pillar anymore? No, because all the pillars I find out are gay. They're screwing half the choir members they got who men with wear titties. And he said that's that enough of that. It. He said that's enough of that. Yes, so the truth will always hurt. Doctor Leroy Hongberger yes. says, uh, "Are you a theologian now or no more?" Oh a theologian? man, what please side? grow up, grow up, man, grow up. I'm a, I'm just a man of God, and ninety percent of the people I know got men in their choir with tits. Got a lot of them who, and you know what else? Got a lot of them who uh, divorce their wives so they can marry one of those fags in the choir. That's Dr. Johnny Harton says, ball jack, ball jack, ball jack. Yeah, I know who's talking. That's Demonic spirits. Yep, that's, that's right. all it is. It's messed up out here, man. These people are messed up. Brother John, the Lord told yeah. me to teach that. Do you know I'm getting feedback right now? People are angry at me teaching that? I'm not surprised at that. If half the, if half oh, the ministers are going cooking everybody's by having sex with same-sex people, what else do you think? Because they're not teaching what they're supposed to be teaching. Lord instead have mercy. Of, instead of getting people saved, they're really screwing everybody. I'm glad I found the Lord when I did, because cause if I had to get saved on the teaching now, I'd never have been saved. So it wouldn't. It's messed up. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's messed up. It's pitiful. Mm-hmm. That's pitiful. Mm-hmm. Okay, Doctor C.T. McNugget is emailing me saying, "Chaplain Dirt." I'm reading an email from Doctor T.C. McNugget inside out. He's texting. He uh, says, "Chaplain uh-huh. Dirt, uh, talk to me. Uh, did you write this sermon? Come talk to me now. He's not able to handle this. That's too heavy for his education. Talk to me." All right, let me let me, no, let me tell you now. I don't I don't say this to over five hundred ministers. No, that's not me teaching him. That's the Holy Spirit telling him what to say. The Lord had to straighten me on that. I thought, you know, when I heard guys like that who haven't been to theology school and like that, that somebody had to be writing a little sermon for him. But you know what the Lord reminded me of? He says, Look at Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. They've been teaching all through the first century and everything else. They didn't have any education. He said, I overstep theologians. You know, the Pharisees, Pharisees, and the scribes and all that. They ain't know the Lord. 
they were into pride. They wanted to be at the table, head of the table. They wanted to be recognized when they go into these homes or whatever recognition that they were having. God really wasn't looking at that. God, God, by the Holy Spirit, was teaching him everything to say. I've been knowing him over 17 years now, brother Emmett, that is. And he had not written one sermon, one nothing. I saw it personally where God would teach him. I go to this house and God be teaching him right there in front of me. I've seen that personally. He'd be writing and he'd be repeating what the Lord said. And every time the Lord tells him something, then he said, Brother John, the Lord told me to tell you what he just told me because you would know if it's true, if it's him or not, because you've you, you, um, been to school. And every time he tell me something, I say, that's right. And he go, wow. So God would always teach him something and tell him to check with me, not on everything, but just to let him know, you know, that that was him, God, that is, was teaching him what to say. I'd be a fool to try to get that glory in no way in the world. And, you know, we all know. Uh, we were raised in a Baptist seminary like all of us together. And we never taught anything about demon and anything about deliverance, anything else. Now, he's he's really pronounced in that stuff. Now, how in the world I could have been teaching him or writing that stuff when I've never been taught it myself? I was stupid just like a lot of y'all right now. I told my tongue has ceased. God had to shut my mouth out, period, directly, oh, wait a minute. personally. Hang on, Brother John. Dr. Leroy Thornbuckle says... Show me in the Bible. Hang on. Here, go get the Bible. He says, hold up now. Tongues have ceased. You have to show me in the Bible. Or I won't believe it. T.C. Thornbuckle. Wait one minute. Brother John will show you. And you, and you never, and you're supposed to be a Jesus doctor. Jesus Christ. He's a doctor. Man, that's pitiful. Pitiful. He's a doctor. Well, you got to look at um, chapter 8, 9, and 10 in First uh, Corinthians, the 13th chapter. That's all you got to do, right there to tell you. And it'll tell you that when that which is perfect comes, that's when it will cease. Jesus is the perfect one. And when he comes, it will cease. Right now, we he's communicating us through prophecy and tongues and stuff like that because mankind still needs to hear from God because he knows there's going to be a lot of ministers there doing wrong, teaching everything else. And you know what? He gave me a good illustration. Well, let me stick to the tongues. It says uh, tongues will cease and Prophecy um, will cease and these kind of things. But if you look at verse 9, it says, when that which is perfect, that's when it will stop. Because then he'll be with us. He'll be back. He's the perfect one. Then he can communicate with mankind the way he wants Man to man, kind of thing, or God to man. But right now, uh, he used that method of communicating uh, his, his rules, his regulation, everything to us through revelation in tongues. And God got me one time. You know, he says, uh, my son, you're being taught a lie. They don't know. And he says, I will teach you. He says, go home, down to the van where you come. And you go see your sister. And I didn't know my sister had left the, the, the church for uh, non-denominational. And when she was shocked to find out that I was still, you know, what I was, was ignorant. So she took me to the church. And the pastor said, go down there to the altar, John. He said, but one thing I got to ask you, it's very personal. I said, what's that? He said, if you are a sinner, if you lie, you're cheating on your wife, you're having a homosexual action, you're lying, you're stealing, you're doing this, you'll never hear from the Lord. But you know what? I didn't have to ask you that because the Lord already told me that you you, you don't have that on you. So you can go down into the altar and ask him. And every Christian who accepted Christ as their personal Lord and Savior can have it, but they, got, they can't play with God. So I said, well, oh, okay. I went down into the altar. And I'm just sitting there, and the preacher said, oh, John, what's your problem? I said, well, he hasn't given me tongues yet. He says, you got it when you accept Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. 
He says, and I know you can get it because God said you don't have any sin. You don't have any. You're not lying. You're not stealing. You're not ripping. You're not masturbating. You're not screwing another man and all stuff. He says, you, all you have to do is just believe because you're righteous. So I said, okay. And I said, Lord, I, 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 I believe. And I said, give it to me, Lord. I want it. And the next thing I know, I said, Lord, I'm going to say, I love you. I said, Lord, I shake it. I make it up. I see. 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 I I see. I see. I see. I see. I see. I and I couldn't hardly speak English for two days. Every time somebody talked to me, say, "How you doing, brother John?" I go, "I said, got that bottle." I shut up. He said, "I said nothing." Um, you know, because all I can do is speak in tongues for the next two days. Every time I open my mouth, I go, "Hishi kiti ani katapara si keli ani katapara." So it says tongues will see. Then it says tongue has. If you look at it, and like one English instructor said, "Brother John, why do you have difficulty with that?" I say, tongues, um, tongues will cease. Tongues will, prophecy will cease and all that. Uh, tongues, uh, it didn't say tongue has. That's mankind. That's, a, that's that little word the devil slipped into these ministers. Tongue has. The Bible didn't say tongue has. It said tongues will. Now, John, is, is will is present tense or past tense? I said, present tense. It's past tense? I said, no, it's not past tense. It's not <laughs> present tense. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's past tense, but it's not present. It's present tense. Will. Will don't mean has. I say, well, I you don't. That's simple English. When you Dr. Look at first, Janet Carlton yeah. says, education, please. I have three master degrees. I have a master degree in human resources, which means personnel administration, where I served 30 years as a personnel instructor, hiring people for federal jobs for 30 years. When I retired, the Lord called me into the ministry. And when I went to ministry, I got two masters while I was there. I got one in counseling, and the other one was in theology. And as a result of those two, I served as a chaplain for 20 years at one of the major hospitals here in Atlanta. Okay. Dr. Lord Thumbs says that's it. You have a good evening. Brother John, close us out in prayer. Father God, we thank you for this uh, teaching tonight. We give you all the praise and the glory. And I thank you that you, you selected a, a man who would not fear to teach your word. A lot of people don't want to say what you want them to say. A lot of them don't want to uh, what the word really saying because they don't want to fall out of favor with, with others, significant others, and these kinds of things. Uh, unfortunately, mankind, a lot of mankind, fear man more than they fear God. It's like a lot of them now fear, fear man more than they fear, fear God because uh, for the last year, all of them running up against men who's uh, screwing, and I'm not saying everybody, but everybody who, who I've been dealing with on these phones calling us uh, having sex with the men in the choir who got got breath. And then when I question them about it, you know what they say? Well, that's old time. That's first century. That isn't applicable to us today. Can you imagine a minister saying that to us, to me? Huh? Yep. Tell yep. about it. There's nothing wrong with it today. There's nothing wrong with it. That's the first century theology. Yep. Pitiful. So do. That's and pitiful. Then, and and yep. now when I look at all these churches, man, you know what? We have wives and mothers calling us up and talking about their husband, their pastor husband want a divorce because they want to they marry one of the queers in the choir. I mean, Jesus actually Christ. call Brother Emmett and say they don't want yep. to. And we have wives calling us now and saying their husband behind closed doors say they want a divorce now 
And they want to, they want juicy booty. And then, and some of the sites in the church, they call them divine booty. Can you imagine calling somebody booty, but they defecate out of divine? <laughs> and that's all we hear every dang all yep. day. That's what we hear every Jump. day. Every day for the past year, last 12 years, all I've been hearing is these guys want to leave their wives and marry these faggots and they're quiet. And then not only that, uh, they're stealing money too. And how we know? Because the Lord told Brother Emmett and said, he's not not of me. He stole 10,000. And you know what? There are many times Brother Emmett had to call and say, sir, the Lord said, you better turn that money tomorrow. You'll be dead by tomorrow. You better turn it in tomorrow. And then, oh, you don't know what you're talking about? Oh I, oh, I don't. Well, how about you right now? you talking to me on the phone, and you in the bedroom there at the hotel, and you in there with juicy booty, divine booty, and loving booty, a forever booty. And the guy told me, oh, Lord, oh, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, and hang the phone up. God backed him up. And when he's telling the truth, and there was cases where they try to say, oh, nigga, you don't know what you're talking about. You know the truth. And then all of a sudden, uh, and when they talk to me, tell me, you need to quit. You used, you used to be a, a pillar. You used to be. I said, no, I'm just a man of God now. I said, because, unfortunately, I'm not saying all, but the last several of them, the several hundred of them that spoke to me, didn't see anything wrong with it. It says the center, that, that's not applicable to us today. I said, Can, I couldn't believe I was hearing a preacher say nothing wrong with having sex with another man. And half of them would have, Lord, have mercy. And then, and then even the ones who were Caucasians, you got talking about Negroes and all that. And then, you know what the Lord said? The Lord said, oh, this is what he's doing. Uh, he's calling black folks niggas, but guess what? He got, he's screwing black folks, and he got black preachers um, screwing him in the butt. And then we tell the guy that, he's, who told you that? Who told you that? Who told you that? Mr. Lord. You see. But that's, uh, that's a lie of the devil. Uh, Brother John, where did they get this word pillar from? Well, where did that come from, pillar? Just, just the pillar. There's a, the, I look, it's the word pillar. is one word in, in the Bible, got pillar. But <laughs> God don't mean it that way. It just means someone who cares for his church, for his members, his congregation. Bring salvation, bring healing. You know, like like First Corinthians, the twelfth chapter, about the gifts. God wants us to want each one of us to have those gifts today. You know, in this modern time. But because their unbelief and everything else is a tongue has ceased, uh, laying hands where people sick has ceased. Uh, they, they don't even teach First Corinthians, the thirteenth, um, twelfth chapter, thirteenth chapter. Talk about the gifts. You don't find no ministers around walking around here. Uh, doing those gifts. They tell you the gift seats. It's like they tell you tongue seats, which is a lie. Jesus says it's a lie. Yeah. So Satan got Satan got full reign in, in these modern times. I they got an email from Dr. Leroy Horton saying, why did you put your predecessor E.W. down, E.W.? Because he was, a, uh, he was prejudiced against his own race. He never did like black folks. He always tried to be white. Oh. His, his, his son married a white woman. His, his, his daughter married a white man. And when he went to church, he never went to a black church. And when sometimes I tried to woo him over, I've been mean, going always to your church, buddy. Why don't you come to come to some of mine sometime when it's over the Bible study? Yeah, well, uh, okay. 
And then when he would go, and the man is one of the most affluent speakers here in Atlanta, Georgia, and we in the car going back home, oh, that nigga, now he didn't say that brother, that nigga can't teach, and so on, so on, so on. And every time I asked him to go to one, he always had to find some excuse, and I go, well, I don't feel too good. Well, I got, but he always wanted me to go. I always went to his church, and he loved it because he's the pianist, you know, and he and he just loved it. They loved me. Me being in the car, they loved me, you know, and stuff like that. He's getting this groove and this key coat. The white folks are applauding him with his black self because he, he's the pianist at the church, and he just groove off that. He there every time the door opened. Emmanuel, you play the piano. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Thank you. And I said, man, you need it. And then I finally realized it. I said, you know what? After been being with him about like three, four years, I said, you know what? I, I I didn't want to believe it, but you know what I believe about you? Not what? I said, you hate Negroes. You hate your own kind. You love them white folks. You kiss their butts, nigga. I said, you up there just playing your piano, just licking your lips, just getting it. When it's manual, you play, thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then when anybody say, hey, come to our church, like, oh, well, I'll be busy. I can't go. And he always finds excuse not to go. And when he go, he always got to have something negative to say it every time. Nothing positive. It's always negative. Oh, that nigga. Instead of saying that man or that guy, that nigga don't know what he's doing. I said, man, why you want to call the brother nigga? And then he catches and says, oh, hell, I didn't I mean to say that out loud, you know. And sometimes he speaks without thinking. And when he speaks without thinking, the word's always nigga. That nigga so and so and so. Because he's light skin, you know, got light skin. And he had kind of straight a little bit like white folks here, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. His, his mama messed him up, his mama. Uh, was the one that ruled him, took him to all the white churches when he was when he was living in California. He was raised. Okay, in I got church. a, I got an email from Dr. Leroy Buckenhouse says, Chaplain Durden, what do you think about Dr. Charles Stanley? Dr. Charles Stanley, he's just a typical modern day preacher. Uh, he, he's, I don't, I don't like his teaching. He's, he's always just something positive. They never talk, never, never talk about somebody. Uh, what they need to do for salvation and everything else. I mean, he just he just one of those uh, preachers that can 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 kind of inspire you. He's an inspirational type preacher. Doctor Janet says, and then the main thing else too, he does not teach the gifts of the Holy Spirit. God has that has uh, not ceased, and and he teaches that tongue has ceased and all this other kind of stuff. That's a lie. Yeah, that's so true. That's a lie. So you don't true. see 1 Corinthians 13 chapter being operated from these preachers around here. The only way, when you see this, it's a non-denominational church, a full gospel church. Okay, I got Dr. Dr. Leroy Sutton says, I'm a Hank Hanegraaff man. What do you think about Hanky Hank? Uh, he's just a man that just uh, inspirational, like he talks good, you know, and so on, so on, so on, so on. So on. But he's messed up too. He's messed up too. I'm sorry to say, but uh, man, I tell you, it's really disgusting. I'm glad I got you. Let, I'm, I'm gonna close this way. I didn't know what to believe. I've, you know, I've been raised 20 years, no, 15 years as a, as a, as a, as a Methodist, and all they taught was we have is written word. That's all I heard. And then when I moved to Atlanta, I met my wife, and she was Baptist, married her, so I didn't want to drag her out of Baptist church since I'm here in her city in Atlanta, Georgia. So uh, I joined her church, was a Baptist. And that man, boy, he always talked about tongue has ceased. 
and the gifts don't apply to us today. That was just when the first century started because God wanted to prove that he was the Lord Almighty kind of stuff and everything like that. And I go, Lord, have mercy. So I said, uh, Lord, can I say something? And the Lord says, the Lord came to me one night and said, John, go over to the church. Tell me Saturday morning because he's always over there Saturday morning preparing for his son thing. He said, go over there and tell him, tell him the truth. Tell him what I told you. I went over there and knocked on the door. And the secretary is like, oh, that's, that's, um, uh, that's Jeff. No, that's, uh, oh, that's Deacon John. Uh, yes, Deacon John. I said, I came to see the pastor. I'm like, okay. She opened the door. I'm going to pray. Hey, brother. Hey, how, how you doing? How you doing there, Deacon? And I was the head of the Deacon board. At the time. He, he said, what can I do for you? Man, my, I, my, I, I had a Shakespeare. Because here I am talking to my pastor who got two doctor degrees, you know. So I said, uh, I just I came with a message. He said, well, what? I said, the Lord says, um. You're teaching a lie. You don't know him. You're just teaching stuff to feel good. And he looked at me like, what did you just say to me now, Deacon? I says, ain't nobody in your church saved. You, I said, you got 400 and some odd members in this church. I've been a deacon here for 12 years. And I says, and he, he says, ain't nobody in here saved. You know, he says, and then I had to say what the Lord said. I was repeating what he said. That people think they're saved. Because of what you said. See, what I said is, come on and join the church and be, be a member of God's family and get active. When you come down here and get and, and, and join the church, you be a child of God. And then I want you to get with sister so and so and so and to find out what kind of ministry you want to get into, whether the choir or the, uh, whatever. We've got different programs you can get into, like that. So he says, mm. uh, uh, he says, and then, and then I says, that's what the Lord told me to say about you. He said, you don't even have a personal relation with him, and you have two doctor degrees, you know. I says, uh, he, boy, he was in the, he, what the hell is who you think you are? I said, I told you it wasn't me. The Lord said the members here in this church not say it. They think they're going to heaven because they're in church and paying their little tithes and stuff like that. So uh, I said, another thing, tongue has not ceased, okay? Tongue has not ceased. And then he said, you really got messed up. You, you, I don't know who you've been talking to. I said, well, I'm telling you now, he's warning you. You better do it or you're going to be dead in three days. He said, what did you do to the man? Hey, I got to say what the Lord told me. And I was shaking, man. I was sweating, man. You know, talking to the big doctor like that. So guess what? He says, uh, and this was Saturday morning I was talking to him. I said, he said the people don't know, don't have salvation. They think being a member of this Baptist church, they're saved and on their way to heaven. He said, I know them personally. I know their heart. I know their spirit. And none of them say you. They think they're saved because they sit up here with you on Sundays in, in, the, in the church choir and very active in the church. But that's all they do. they just church activity. But they don't have a personal relationship with me. So he said, huh. Well, appreciate you. I got business. I got things to do. Yeah. And I was hurt, and I said, oh, Lord, that man, probably I'm going to be on this BM list from now on. So when I came to church the next day, Sunday, I'm sitting up in the front row with the other 14 deacons, you know. So he said his little sermon, and then he said, well, let us close. For the, he said, now, uh, those who want to join the church, let me come on up so you can be a member of God's family. Come on up. And when he said that, God said, stand up. I, I, I mean, it was authoritative. Stand up. I stood up right there on the front row in front of all 700 of them people. And they were looking at me and saying, what's wrong with you? And the, and the pastor came and told me, uh, 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 Deacon, you got something to say? I said, no. I said, uh, 
it's just I'm just thinking about the conference we had yesterday, sir. And I sat back down. He said, "Oh my lord!" Then he brought his memory. He said, "Oh, and that's another thing I've come to my mind. Uh, those some of you might not know the Lord, so if you really want to have a, be saved and stuff like that, come on down here and accept Christ as your personal Lord and, and Savior, and so you can be saved." And then he ended in a little small word. He said, "Come on up here so he gets saved." And he said, and I heard him say, "If he's, if we're saved at all." I heard that how like he's screaming, but the man so helped me, God may strike me down dead right now. He said, if we say that all, this is what the pastor said. And I looked at him, I said, what did you just say? He looked at me, uh, 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 come on down and accept Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. You know, so people came down there and then he said the prayer like, Lord, I'm sorry for my sins. I should come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. In Jesus name, amen. And then the next Sunday we went there and he I was sitting on the front row. He says, come on up. And, uh, I'm glad you pre- appreciate the preaching today, so on, so on, so on. And come on now, just be, I want you to get active and get real busy because God loves us. And no way in the world are you going to hell, get yourself so active in the church. I started to stand up, God said, uh-uh, uh-uh, just sit there. You already gave my commandment. And I looked at him. And he, and then when everybody started out, I looked at him. I stood there. Everybody, I stood there staring at him. He looked at me like, oh, Lord. I didn't say what John thought was told told to tell me. I think he was saying that in his mind, but he just looked at me and he turned back. But uh, he said the same thing. Come on and join the church so you can be a child of God. So I said, baby, she said, yes, yeah. we got to get out of here, Lord. So we got to go. Because he don't even teach tongues and everything else. And we left. And then uh, she got it. And my kids said, daddy, that's real, huh? I said, yeah. And boom. And then God said, now your children, go ten, and let me shut up. I got to say this. Your children don't know me personally because they're so young and everything else. And I know you're trying your little heart out, but you need, to, you, need, you need to confront them. So I said, okay. I had a boy and a girl. One was five, one was seven. When we got home, I said, John, Byrne, come here. The, the Lord said, you're not saved. And if you get sick and, have, and die for some whatever reason, uh, you're going to go downstairs where that bad devil is. Now tell me. What make you think you can go to heaven if something happened to you? And my, my seven-year-old daughter told me, well, all you do is, is tie like you say, Daddy, and then and, and, and do what you say and help the poor people. I say, uh, John, what do you think you need to do to get to heaven? Be a good boy, uh, Daddy, and, 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 and quit being me and my sister and things like that. And I went, eh, what happened, what happened? And then I told him, I said, each one of you got to accept Christ. Now, if you die right now, you're going to heaven because you're still young and innocent and everything else. But now you know the truth, and God wants you to know the truth. The, thing, the first thing, you must believe that Jesus is God's son. He's God. And the second thing, that he died for our sins. And then the third thing, to tell him we're sorry for our sins, repent. And that's when it comes into our heart. And then only then does the Holy Spirit come and take, take up possession in, in you. And so John said, John, John, five years old, told me, Daddy, I, I don't want to go to hell. Can I pray? Uh, can, can I be excused, please? He ran down the hall, went into the room. And we followed him when the door was still cracking. Him, Lord Jesus, I'm just five years old, and I don't know when I'm going uh, to die. But, you know, Daddy told me I was saved because I never accepted you as my, I mean, repeating everything I said, I never accepted you as my personal Lord and Savior. And so right now, Lord, I'm sorry. And so I believe that you're the Son of God, and I ask you to forgive me for all my sins. And I always get mad at my sister because she always telling on me when I take the cookie and the candy out the cookie jar and stuff like that and tell on me, and I get mad at her. And so I'm, I forgive her. And then the last thing my daddy says is that I must I'm asking you to come into my heart. So he says, Lord Jesus, I want to be saved. 
So I asked you to come into my heart. And he was crying. And all of a sudden he said, hold up, hold up, Jesus, hold up, hold up, hold up. You know, me and the wife say, what is he doing? He said, hold up, hold up, hold up. He said, now, uh, Lord Jesus, I want you to know that um, you are a grown man. And I'm just a little boy, and I just ask you to come in heart. Be cool. He said, don't come in. Right. Now, be careful now. I'm just a little boy. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just five years old. So when I'm asking you to come into my heart, I guess you know what you're doing. But come on in. But remember, I'm just a little, little boy. And boy, we still are laughing. And he said, come in, Jesus, into my heart. He accepted the Lord. And that boy is 44 years old now. He's still walking with the Lord, loved the Lord, married a woman who loved the Lord. And he got his, both of his kids um, uh, brought him up and taught him himself. In the word, they one went to the University of uh, uh, Florida. He, she graduated her class. He went to Georgia Georgia Tech. He graduated fourth in his class of 400 some odd people who graduated. And I remember my daughter used to tell me, Dad, I had to change. You need to come down and talk to these people because my roommate, I've been assigned in my room, is, is a sister. She's 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 one of them sisters. So I called his office long distance down in Florida. And they said, Sorry, sir. And uh, Lisa, we just moved your daughter into another room, you know, that kind of thing. And John, John tickled me up and then this. He said, Daddy, guess what? You know, I'm in here at Georgia Tech. I said, I know where you are. He says, you know what? You know, boys and girls in the same dormitory and stuff. I said, yeah, I know about that. He said, do you know I had one of the finest gals? She's a freshman just like me. And she was observing me, and I didn't know it. I said, what happened? But she came in my room, and she told me that uh, she never had sex. And she thinks about time now since she's uh, 18 and, 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 uh, and she say, I'm a good-looking guy, and I'm smart and sharp, so if she doesn't get pregnant, she don't have to worry about having an ugly child, and she don't have to worry about uh, somebody being able to help her with the child because you be intelligent have good jobs and stuff like that. I said, she said that to you? He said, yes, Daddy. And I said, what did you say to the young lady? He said, I told her, I said, well, if you had asked me sometime earlier, I probably would have said, come on, baby, but I can't do it now. Too late. And she said, what do you mean too late? Now, yo, this is what my son said. He says, well, my daddy told me about how to get to heaven. I accepted Christ as my personal Lord and Savior when I was five years old. Now, had you to ask me when I was four, I probably would accommodate you. <laughs> but I, 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 I'm a child of God now. Hey, you, you, you many years late. And I, boy, I couldn't believe that. If you'd asked me when I was four years old, maybe I, I could have accommodated you. But I accepted Christ as my personal Lord and Savior when I was five. And both his kids in private school, well, they graduated, never to honors. But they went to all Christian school, and uh, and they graduated with honors, both of them. So, so we got out of that Baptist church, and we went to a non-denominational church where they're passing all the teaching the Word of God, teaching the gifts of the Spirit. Both my two kids speaking tongues. Daddy, I want tongues. I said, but go, go, go in the bedroom asking. And I said, because you, you're right. So he went and told me, Daddy. And all of a sudden, I heard my little son going, Katapata la pine, ke ejikatapa, lo kotine ejikiti and kotapasi ilia kataporusiyama. Boy, me and the wife just jumped with joy and everything. She said, I want it too. And, and, and she prayed and she prayed. And, but it took her about three months to get it because she still had a lot of cleaning, you know, like she had a lot of anger in her and a little bit of prejudice and about somebody she hated and all that. I said, you got to get rid of all that, baby. You know, I said, that's what the problem is. She said, well, I didn't know. I've been trying now for three, four, five months now to get tongues. I said, well, just tell him to forgive you since you can't remember all. Ask him to forgive you for all the sins that you have um, committed. Okay, she's okay, hon. She went in the room and prayed. And the next thing I heard, that girl going, So both my kids and my wife speak in tongues. And I love Amen. it. And both my kids. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Well, that's it for tonight. God bless everybody, Chapter Dirt, and thank you for being up with me, brother. It was a blessing, man. You're a blessing. God bless you, and I'm going to bed, man. Yeah, I am too. God bless you too, man. God bless. Mm -hmm. Okay, God bless.